I know yours is one type of way yeah. to go about marketing, but I do think it's possible to market yourself without having to put your own individual personality out there. Like it can still be about the work. This is Making It Up, co-hosted by Sharice Poon and Eugene Can. So you share this article with me, a new refrain from artists. We almost gave up on Instagram and it's in the New York Times published by Kaylee Huang. Why did you pick this? I've been really interested in the role social media plays in how it helps creators make money, right? Just like how do they monetize? How do they create a career for themselves? And also I'm quite quite familiar and aware of like just the way that uh, social media, business models, all those things kind of intersect. So for me, uh, loss of interest in something that I think has permeated our lives, right? I think- You mean loss of interest in Instagram, the platform? In general, yeah. Like I think that just seeing it shift and also just this massive- content culture soup that's happening where everything is kind of copying each other all being the same thing just trying to make sense of it all and seeing the different perspectives of how people have had to react or or change up their careers based off of the actions of instagram and for those unfamiliar which to be honest i think everyone listening is probably familiar but you're in the right demographic like instagram has gone super heavy into video that's not necessarily the newest move because they've done that for the last few months. I think even dating back to maybe more late, than months, I think. Yeah, like late 2021, late or 2020. I don't know. Like it's basically something they've they've talked about a lot. But in short, like I think most recently and during the summer when Instagram started to go really heavy into the TikTokization, just made that up, of Instagram, it really, really sort of showed it its cards as a, as a social media platform and where it was going to go. Yeah, no, t- completely, completely. I mean, losing any distinctive character, right? Like this article says the same thing. Instagram essentially trying to mimic TikTok, just be like a TikTok clone, which is really sad as well from a software perspective. Like Instagram having been around, have supposedly having its niche and having the ability to innovate on its own. And then from our perspective, I think from the user perspective, looking like, oh, we're just going to copy whatever TikTok does. I think that's quite unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the bulk of this article is that the author spoke with several different creators, artists, illustrators, photographers, To find out, you know, how has their use of Instagram changed ever since these like software modifications, their priorities changed. Right. And essentially everyone interviewed says we're not even really using it anymore. Or there's one person who was interviewed who says I fundamentally have to change what I'm creating to please the app. So in the story by Kaylee Wong, she highlights, you know, first and foremost, artist uh, Deb J.J. Lee, who goes by they, them. The 26-year-old artist built up an impressive following of 68,000 followers on IG. Lee's format is largely static illustrations. So no video, no sort of like small snippets of of movement like, like a cartoon. It's all just like static illustrations. I noticed around July 16th, Lee started posting a lot more reels. 
And before that, Reels have been around, obviously, for, you know, quite a few months. Obviously, there was a shift there in the type of content Lee was creating. And as Instagram's Adam Masari said, straight up, I mean, Instagram was no longer a photo sharing app as it started to prioritize video. And I know you notice it, I notice it. You probably see three, four, five Reels or, or videos before you see any photos anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this this points to the main question I had about Instagram, which I guess we can't know for sure, like what they're thinking behind the doors. But if Instagram is not interested in being a photo sharing app and not interested in still images, but they still claim that they are for creators, who are they imagining is their video target creators. user? Must be Just video, video creators. creators. So for artists like Lee, most of their work has been deprioritized as a stills artist if the priority is on video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for them, for, for them, they need to figure out what is the next, I guess, avenue. I guess, if you use Instagram as a way to connect with fans, uh, distribution, even distribution was quite poor going into this, right? Like organic reach is quite low. And I think there's an interesting shift we've seen, and I'll, I'll probably touch upon it afterwards because I think it actually fits with this other story of this uh, designer, Maddie Mueller, mentioned that Instagram became more about cracking the algorithm rather than the quality of content. So she probably had a POV on the quality of content she was posting relative to the impact it was getting, yeah. right? And it was more about the and it was more about the time of posting and which hashtags than actually you know, the, the subject matter. Yeah. I mean, that's and, kind of the author's conclusion, which is to say from the creator's perspective, it's like the app does not care at all what you're making. Like it does not care about the substance. It only yeah. cares about format. And, and I'm yeah. sure like people at Instagram would probably argue against that, but that's the feeling that people have, which is, which of course does not feel good. It feels terrible to be told like, oh, it doesn't matter what you make. It doesn't matter if you put a lot of yeah. heart or thought into your art, into what it, it, it none of those details, <laughs> they're irrelevant. It, yeah, I understand yeah. why people would move away from yeah. the platform. Ultimately, I think for a lot of artists, what they're realizing is that your success is really defined by the quality of marketing, right? It's not really the quality of the work or what you feel proud about. It's how good are you at playing the game and trying to get your your work in front of people yeah. which is another question i want to ask like later on is like a more of an existential question is that what is the sort of balance and friction between being an artist who creates and the role of marketing within that overall identity um, i know i know yeah i i know i think it's but, a real dilemma sorry is there something else you want to say before but that let let's let's actually talk about who has picked up some of the shifts here and surprisingly, it's Twitter. Yeah. Right? yeah Which I think yeah, is yeah. really fascinating. I wrote fascinating. that as my last question here. I was like, is this a yeah. win for Twitter? <laughs> it's actually super interesting because Twitter has, in some ways, captured a lot of movement. And for me, I almost put Twitter and Reddit in a similar vein because it's been able to kind of incubate small communities. Like with Reddit, you go on, and you create a subreddit, and that's like a little micro community. And obviously, there's there's tons of other smallish communities that have blown up. Like there's crypto Twitter, there's black Twitter. So I think that Twitter has been interesting because it's been so much easier for you to generate traction there. And I think it all comes down to the ability to retweet, right? 
or just like I think yeah. either it's a better algorithm or retweet because retweet quote tweeting algorithm and also being able to not use the algorithm. So Twitter still makes it easy for you to chronologically read yeah. tweets. Like this makes a pretty big difference. I think also Twitter is just it's just like such high praise for Twitter right now, which could, could sometimes be very frustrating. It's really weird though, right? It's really weird because <laughs> from a business standpoint, it's most it's mostly deemed as trash. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's kind of ironic that from a cultural perspective, Twitter's having this like renaissance moment, like for for good things. We're not talking yeah, about like, yeah, you yeah. know, the, the 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 Trump era and like the politicization. Right. The We're not just talking about virality and you know, uh, big drama scandal type stuff, which does happen on Twitter, but fundamentally in the creative industry, there some of the people who were interviewed says actually Twitter is where we are going and finding new audiences that care about us. And also where we are getting jobs from, like where people are discovering our work and hiring yeah. us. Like this makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. Like the I sometimes post photos on Twitter in in unison with like my instagram for no other reason other than the fact that like hey it's kind of nice to just break up a, a timeline with photos mm -hmm. and visuals i think talking about twitter is important since that's related to a marketing decision so these people did not experiment with twitter or other platforms because they they have some kind of like company loyalty or like you know they're not really trying to promote a specific platform they're just trying to find an audience which is related to them earning money like making a living right and i think yeah it, it does make me sad and i sighed earlier when you were asking this question because I, I don't think it is possible to be a young artist creator anymore and not pick up marketing skills like it, it is very much yeah. a part of your job there I, I just don't see a way unless you were already really well connected for like other reasons like your family or the school you went to like it i don't see how you can possibly sustain yourself without being clever yeah. about it yeah the marketing side i mean when i was in singapore recently for like this conference i i spoke with somebody who was pretty involved in like the nft art space and they said they were quite confident at their ability to determine the success of a nft artist based off of their ability to engage in a Twitter space. So if you yourself are able to be in front of, you know, 150, 300 strangers and captivate a room and articulate your work, who you are, you stand a much higher chance alongside obviously hard work and consistency. But like not everyone's like forward-facing and articulate mm -hmm. in that capacity, right? So if you're generally speaking, if you're an introvert, you might struggle in a world that requires you to be extra marketable or extra engaged in marketing. Well, even though I said, which I actually don't know, is my, I kind of disagree because even though I said, I think as an artist, young creator, you need to do marketing. I don't think you necessarily have to be this like extroverted, outgoing person. You have to come up with a marketing strategy that works for you. And by marketing strategy, it doesn't, I don't think it has to be about you as an individual, as you're describing, you know, like expressing strong POV, it could be about being smart about the people that you retweet or quote tweet or um, what sort of online activities you engage in. You know, like Twitter has different illustrator type events. I, Dude, yeah. I, I know what I know. Yours is one type of 
way yeah. to go about marketing, but I do think it's possible to market yourself without having to put your own individual personality out there. Like it can still be about the work, but you have to be, you have to come up with some other way of doing things. Yeah. I mean, I prefer your method a lot more. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I know I think I'm, personality- in some ways I think my method is harder because it might be easier if you're, if you're For just sure like a naturally harder. funny person. Yeah. I think you probably have a leg up. I guess my other question is an artist's personality and their ability to be engaging to a community or the community they create actually part of the art itself. Mm. So like if you yourself are really good at speaking to a crowd, that is an art, right? Your ability to captivate and sell them stuff and like whatever, maybe sell is obviously the wrong word, but like your ability to actually engage your community is part of the art and it's almost like performative art in this that's weird a way stretch. I, think that's I don't the one know thing- that's a stretch i feel like you're using the word art differently you're using art to mean skill versus like art as in creative output because well i mean think of it because like it's just different layers of intricacy in my I mean, opinion basically like, what if you're, you're painter, saying is that is the whole package is art is what i'm saying we're all performance artists because at the end of the day, like if, if social media is such an important very part. Philosophical. I, mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Essentially, like any kind of visual creator, photographer, graphic novelist, comic artist, etc. is also a performance artist because we are performing t- some type of identity on social media. Exactly. Sure. I did not think Which about makes, that. Uh, yeah. Because that's what I was thinking is like. If that becomes so important and you can't really, you know, divorce the two, then it's like, yeah, actually, then that is kind of the new norm. Mm. I mean, I don't think I would call it performance art, even though I like structured the sentence that way. It's like, the, I, like it's I almost would just a say disrespect it's like to another, call it It's a soft art. skill. It's a required soft skill. Yeah. I don't see how you can go very far without learning how to do this, learning how to present yourself online. So in light of all these things, it's obviously increasingly harder to be, you know, a paid artist because of a lot of things going against you. Like what type of insight or feedback would you give people that are starting their career? My very unimaginative answer is actually to try to find a part-time job. <laughs> is that a very boring answer? I feel like having a part-time job. But but why? Okay, 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 yeah, I mean, I know I think I know the answer. Reasons. One is that a part-time job relieves your money-making pressure. Let's assume that if you are a young creator starting out that you don't already have savings. So you are in a position where you need to feed yourself and make rent and that type of thing. If you get a part-time job, whether it is creative or not, then this will relieve a lot of that burden, especially I'm thinking the mental emotional burden of marketing yourself online and looking for jobs. Because I think you know, we've talked in the past and privately about the pressures of social media and being online. And I think as a young person, that already exists, even if you're not trying to make money from the platform. And then to add trying to, you know, make a living, I think it's a lot to handle. I don't think I think very few people could live with it well. Um, so, yeah, my boring answer is part time job. I think my more innovative answer potentially, is to get some other young creators who you like and you guys 
you know, get along and you enjoy each other's company and try to make things together and talk about that online together. I think this is exciting. And I kind of asked the question like, oh, you know, can artists make themselves a platform? And I think the answer is no. I think it's very hard to like fight Instagram and Twitter and Reddit and TikTok and all of them. But within those spaces, maybe a group, even, even small, I mean, like three or four people, you can maybe still do something more exciting together that makes it less of a chore, less annoying and frustrating and more of something that you actually feel like is interesting creative output. The one thing I would add is just finding smaller pockets and communities that resonate with the work you're creating and using that as the base. Because ultimately people are using Instagram in this capacity for distribution or social media in general, right? To find a way to connect with more people and sometimes creating more powerful human connections with individuals then through word of mouth might open other doors. Like it's one thing that's just proven itself time and time again. This is Making It Up, co-hosted by Sharice Poon and Eugene Kan. 